Welcome to another episode of Max Living Radio. My name is Dr. Jake Tucker. I'm coming to you live from Good Life Studios here on the south side of Lincoln at Good Life Family Chiropractic. And today, I just want to offer you a word of hope. Hope, because this world will get you down. Hope, because you have been diagnosed with something that is quote-unquote uncurable. Hope. Because without hope, what else is there? Because right now we live in a world of bad news. Because there's no good news out there. Because pessimism is easier than optimism. But here's the message I want you to receive today. There is hope for you. The God who created you can overcome anything. That same power that he placed inside of you at conception never left. That same intelligence that took two cells and formed out of it a heart, lungs, a spleen, a liver, kidneys, a gallbladder, digestive organs. It's still in you. It still governs all your health, all your function. And I want to tell you a little story today about what I've been going through this week. Uh, Some of you might catch there's a little bit of hoarseness, a little raspiness in my voice. And like a lot of people, this week, uh, just really expressing symptoms, symptoms that something is going on underneath, something that my body is at work, something that God designed my body to do to fight off these things that are trying to drag us down. And I don't know exactly what it is. I'm not one to run to the doctor to get tested, to figure out exactly what's going on. Because here's the thing that I know, is that no matter what comes against me, the power that God created inside me that created me is greater than whatever this world can bring against me. And so, you know, on the on Wednesday night earlier this week, I had already had a long week. And I know a lot of you get to Wednesday and you feel the exact same way, but I was dog tired. I was sore. Uh, like a lot of you, I work at a job that requires a lot of physical exertion. And I'd been on my feet pretty constantly trying to snag a few breaks here and there. And on top of all of that, uh, I have a baby girl. Uh, She's about nine nine months old, 10 months old yesterday. And uh, she has not been sleeping consistently. And while my wife bears the brunt of this, anytime she wakes up, it it keeps, keeps all of us from getting rest. And so I was starting to feel it. And so the end of the night comes around And we actually go out to dinner, which is a a rare and special treat for our family because most of the time we're preparing food at home. But we go out to eat, and I just feel start feeling a little sore. And a lot of you feel this way after a long day, a long week. You get sore in the back of the neck, sore. Maybe it even refers up, and you start getting a headache. And that's that's the way I started to feel. And this is not normal for me at all. This is completely abnormal. Most of the time, I'm feeling a little bit fatigued, but nowhere near the exhaustion that I was feeling. I just wanted to lay down. I just wanted to pass out. And so my wife needed to run some errands. So I offered to take the kids home. And so I did. And, you know, I got home and I started preparing the kids for bed. And as I was doing so, I I started to feel a little feverish, Uh, just like my face felt a little warm. And then from there, it progressed. Uh, I started feeling chills and start breaking out and you know those cold sweats or some people call them fever sweats and so I knew my body was really fighting something off and so I 
you know, my wife called and I'm like, you just need to come home. Uh, I'm really not doing well. I feel like I'm going to pass out. You know, I'm being short with the kids. They don't deserve this. You know, they didn't do anything wrong. I'm just really short. And so Annika and Dietrich, if you're ever listening to this, I'm sorry. If, if you ever catch me on a day like this, sometimes I'm not always my best and I always want my best for you. But I, I went to bed and this is the first thing I need you guys to get. If you're ever fighting off symptoms, go to bed, get some rest. And I went to bed early that night. I think I was asleep by nine o'clock. And some of you can't even dream about that, but do whatever you can to get rest. When your body's fighting something, it will not heal properly until you've rested. All your hormones, the ones that are tuned for healing, are tuned best at nighttime. When you're asleep, that's when they go. And so I got some sleep. And the next day, I woke up and I was feeling no better. Uh, absolutely abysmal, same symptoms. You know, things were, things were coming on. I got myself uh, some apple cider vinegar, lemon juice, mixed with just a little bit of orange juice, and then filled up a glass of water and drank that down. I knew I needed to get my immune system primed by giving some of those pro and prebiotics into my digestive system, because that's that's where 80% of your immune system sits. It's in your digestive system. But I also knew that I had to get adjusted because if your nervous system is interfered with at all, then your immune system is compromised. It, it is directly controlled by the function of your immune system and it, or of, of your nervous system. And if that's off at all, then, then you won't be able to fight off whatever it is. And so I, I went and took the kids to school because it was my day. And then I went to my chiropractor and I got adjusted. I get adjusted at least once a week, uh, sometimes more than that. And this is one of those weeks I'll, I'll end up getting adjusted probably about four times over the next two weeks. And I'm somebody that, you know, I've, you know, I've gone through the, you know, years of chiropractic care, but I still, I maintain my spine and make sure that that's healthy. But just the amount of stress, the amount of work I was under, my nervous system was compromised. And I could tell because my chiropractor ended up doing way more. He found way more stuff going on inside me. And part of the reason why I get adjusted isn't just because I want to keep my nervous system healthy, but every time you get adjusted, your white blood cell count, the interleukin-2 levels, they jump by over 170%. That's incredible. When you remove interference from the system that controls the system that helps you heal, then healing takes place faster. It's just mind-blowing. But you know, regardless, so I, I get adjusted and I feel better right away. Not perfect, but so much better. And so I, I go home, I do, I cancel all of my morning appointments and I go back to bed. And I want you guys to get this because you need to go to bed. You need to get rest. If you're going to heal, you need to get that rest. And so I go back to bed and I just sleep for the rest of the morning and I get up. I'm still not perfect, still have a little bit of the fever sweats, but I go to work and I do what I need to do. And it, fortunately for me, Thursdays, uh, our short shift day, I only have to work for about three hours and then I go home and I go to bed. I go to bed by 830 and this morning I woke up, no fever, just a little bit tired because guess what? I had no appetite the night, the, the entire day before I had zero protein, I had zero fat, just a few carbohydrates in the orange juice that I, that I kept putting in the water with the apple cider vinegar. 
and I rested. I took some vitamin D3, about 25,000 IUs, because I know I'm not getting it from the sunshine coming from outside, you know, because, you know, it's just not out. I mean, it's been cloudy. It's been cloudy all week. I haven't been outside in it, and I haven't been getting any of that vitamin D3 from the natural rays of the sunshine. But I was better, and I was able to come into work on Friday and work the whole day and give it my all, and I was better, and I'm back. And yeah, there's a, a little bit of raspiness in my voice, but I'm ready to go because I invested in taking care of the cause. Now, if I would have gone and I would have taken an aspirin, you know, which the FDA now says it, it causes brain bleeds, it leads to problems with strokes, it's not at all good for your heart, do not take it preventatively, do not take it at all. And the, the uh, American Pediatric Association, they do not recommend taking any sort of fever reducer, even if the fever's high. To, if it's so high, you need to go to your doctor and get the fever checked out and make sure it's not so bad. But if I had taken an aspirin and I had blocked that fever, what would have happened? Well, inside me, it actually would have blocked the production of white blood cells. It would have kept my body in an environment where whatever virus or bacteria or parasite was at, it would be able to thrive. The purpose of a fever is to destroy the invader. Do not block a fever. Let it happen. If I had a cough, the purpose of that cough is to expel that virus or that bacteria or that microorganism. And if I block the cough, the virus, bacteria, microorganism, it stays in there longer. I'm not able to express it, and the cough lasts longer. Do not block a cough. And if I, if I have a runny nose, the purpose of that mucus production, the purpose of a runny nose is, again, to bind to the microorganism, bacteria, parasite, or, or virus, and get it out. If I take a decongestion, guess what? It stays in longer. The point of those things is to make you healthier. Do not fight it. It's not recommended to fight it. If you are truly sick and this lasts long enough or your symptoms are severe enough, don't just take something. Seek professional help. And if you're one of those people that is chronically sick, if you've been diagnosed with a condition and you have not checked the health of your gut, if you've not checked the health of your nervous system, if you've not checked the health of your immune system, then you need to come see a chiropractor, a structural corrective chiropractor, a chiropractor that's focused on function so that we can allow your body to start by getting to the cause. Start with the cause. Symptom relief is only as good as you can throw it. I'm sorry. Feeling better is great, but you need to sleep. Sleep. If it's so bad that you feel like you have to take something, that's a sure sign that you need that rest. Take some water. Drink something. Get rehydrated. Get your rest and get adjusted. It's amazing how much better I felt after that adjustment, but then how much quicker I healed when I did all the things that it takes for that. And so if you've never had that nervous system evaluation, if you're miserable, if you're sick and tired, and you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, then you need to call me right now. My number is 402-413-8825. That rings both my cell phone and my office line. So whether it's me or it's Gabby or it's Havila or it's Angie, one of us will pick up and we'll make sure that we get you scheduled for a consultation, exam, and if necessary, we'll take x-rays. And that will tell us exactly how your nervous system is healing and functioning, but more specifically, what we need to do if it is compromised 
to get it healing and functioning back at 100% because that's the definition of health. 100% function, 100% healing. If you call right now, the first four callers will receive a 50% discount off of exam and x-rays. Call 402-413-8825. Tell them you heard Dr. Jake on the radio or on the Facebook page and you need one of those exams. I'm Dr. Jake. I'll be right back after the break. Welcome back to Max Living Radio. I'm Dr. Jake Tucker, and we're answering your questions. We're dealing with the immune system today, and we are entering flu season. And I, I'm, getting, I'm getting some really amazing questions today. I want to tell a little story about uh, probably the worst flu I ever dealt with. And it's probably the best story, best thing that ever happened to me from a health perspective. Uh, because I, I was actually in the middle of chiropractic school. I, I want to say I was fifth quarter, fourth, fifth quarter. And it's one of the hardest quarters. We have pathophysiology, and the professor at Life University is just a He's Russian, and it's the first class where most people fail out. And if people are going to fail out of chiropractic school, they do it, do it during pathophysiology. But I, I was just sitting in class, and I was miserable. And I, at first, I just thought I was hot, or cold, rather. I thought I was cold. And so I went up. It was so bad. I went up to the, uh, the school bookstore, and I bought myself a hoodie. I put it on, and I came back down. And then I noticed it wasn't just cold and I was shivering, but it was also painful. Like I was just painful all over and I just couldn't concentrate. I was shaking from the pain. I mean, this is about as close as I can say I've come to with a 10 out of 10 pain. I just couldn't stand it. Uh, I lived about 30 minutes away and I drove myself home so I could just lay in my bed. I don't know how I got there. I don't remember any second of that drive. Probably not safe to be on the road with me that day, actually. But I, I went in. I laid down and I just knocked out. But before I went to sleep, I texted my chiropractor and I said, hey, is there any way that you can see me today? And I had my wife start calling different chiropractors in the area, see if somebody could get me in. I just knew I needed to get in. And so my chiropractor, he, he texted me back and he says, yeah, come on in. We'll get you taken care of. And so I, I ended up having to drive over a half hour back to his office and he brought me in. He laid me down. He evaluated my spine, and there were about seven or eight different spots that were out. And he adjusted me, cleared my spine, had me walk around, drink some water. I was still in excruciating pain. It was awful. I can, I can remember just the pounding headache that was radiating down the length of my entire spine. Like I, I thought I had you know, like this bacterial meningitis thing. But he cleared my spine. He said, all right, come on back upstairs. Lay me down again. I was off again, or I was off still. And so he adjusted me again. And he had me drink some more water, walk around a little bit, and then I come back. So the third time in 15 minutes, he checks my spine. I'm still off. And so he adjusts me. He clears my spine again. I remember getting up, and it was like it was a brand new day. The sun was out. It was shining. There was rainbow going across the sky. I could hear the birds singing. It, it was amazing. And just the, the, the change that my body underwent with that one series of adjustments, my immune system reset. It cleared out every single symptom I was having. No more fevers, no more chills, no more pain. And while it's one thing to get comfortable and no longer have pain anymore, the biggest thing for me was that I was 
actually able to function again. I was able to go back to class the next day. I would have gone that day, but by, by that point, it was the end of the day and it was done. And so I just want you guys to get this. It's not about your comfort. Your health has nothing to do with your comfort. How you look and how you feel are independent of your health. You have to measure that in function. And so if you're dealing with the sickness, if you're dealing with the flu, a medication is not going to get you well. A decongestant is not going to get you well. An antibiotic is not going to get you well. In fact, we see on the research with all these things, the more you take this stuff, the sicker you become over time. These things are just a stopgap in case there's an emergency. And the only time you should take them is if your doctor specifically recommends them and after he's done a thorough evaluation to figure out what the cause is. If you take a fever reducer and you have bacterial meningitis, that's one of the most dangerous things that you can do. It's why the American Pediatric Association recommends against fever reducers in all forms. You should not give any child any sort of fever reducer. You should be looking for the cause. Why is there a fever? Fevers are abnormal. It's a sign and a symptom that something is going on inside the body. The, the degree of the fever, that, that's for the doctors to determine how bad that is. I will let my children get up above 103 degree fever before I do any intervention. Yes, I clear their spine. Yes, I make sure they're hydrated. Yes, I make sure they're rested. But I do not freak out about a fever because the fever is the body doing what God designed it to do. And I want you to get there. I want you to get that there is always hope. I want you guys to ask me questions. So always open to questions. You can, you can join in on Facebook. You join the discussion on facebook.com slash Jake. Put your question up there. We'll answer it. Type it in if you're watching Facebook Live on my personal Facebook account. And we want to keep you as healthy as possible during this flu season. A vaccine is not going to keep you from getting the flu. You know, the, the things that you take, even the multivitamins that you take, is not going to keep you from getting the flu. What's going to keep you from getting the flu is how healthy your immune system is, how healthy your body is, and more specifically, how healthy your nervous system is. And so we're going to be right back after a quick break, and we're going to talk about the things that you can do to stay healthy. If you missed the offer before the first break, that's a 50% discount off of any exam and necessary x-rays that we need to take in, me, in my office during the next week. If you're experiencing that cold or flu during this cold and flu season, call now 402-413-8825 and we'll talk you through it. I'll be right back after this. This is Dr. Jake Tucker. All right. Well, welcome back to the final few minutes of Max Living Radio. My name is Dr. Jake Tucker, best of Lincoln here in 2017, you know, in the running for the final few spots here in 2018. And we are just so pleased to be here talking to you this morning about the immune system, about cold and flu season. And so I get a lot of questions in my office about the flu vaccine specifically. And while, while the research is kind of up and down and mixed, on getting one flu shot, you, in, in some seasons, it works better than others. The research is definitely clear about getting two flu shots. If you get two subsequent flu shots, whether that's back-to-back -back in the same flu season or in subsequent flu seasons, it, the evidence is very clear that you have a higher risk of getting the flu. And not only that, the side effects of the flu vaccine include Guillain-Barre syndrome where it attacks your nervous system. We've even seen cases in the uh, vaccine adverse reaction and event database of death 
because of the flu vaccine. And the research, when it comes to just the ingredients that they put in it, is also very clear. And it's scary stuff. They say that it's obvious that there is a unavoidable risk to injecting things like formaldehyde and uh, engine degreaser and propylene glycol and aluminum and in some cases even mercury directly into the bloodstream. And we see that. It attacks the blood-brain barrier and we see nervous system disorders, especially the more of these things that you get. And so when it comes to the flu shot, I just say no. And while I don't recommend broad spectrum that, I would be happy to talk to you why about why those things may be risky for your health, especially if you have decreased function in your nervous system, if you have decreased function in your immune system, or if you have general overall decreased health. Injecting a virus with immune system irritants cannot make you healthier. It cannot, as a general rule of thumb, increase your health. It cannot increase your function. The science is clear on that. And I'm sorry if you've been told otherwise. I'm sorry if you've been taught otherwise. But it's clear in the research. And unfortunately, the research isn't clear because there's a lot of financial incentive out there with people trying to get your money, to get the government's money, to get your health insurance company's money. And sometimes the pharmaceutical industry and your health insurance are the same thing. They're very profit-driven and profit-focused. I have nothing to gain by telling you that it may be dangerous to get the flu shot. Absolutely nothing. And so I pick and choose my resources clearly. And so I strongly encourage you to read all of the research. Look for the studies showing that increased amount of flu shots increases your risk of the flu. Look for the studies showing that the, that the adjuvants, whether it's the mercury, the thimerosal specifically is what they call that when they put it in a vaccine, or the aluminum, or the formaldehyde, look for those studies that show that these things are carcinogenic, that they lead to Alzheimer's, that they lead to dementia, and then weigh those risks with the potential benefit. In the best flu season, the best reported benefit I've seen from the flu shot is 40%. 40% protection. In the worst flu season I've seen, it was only about half the people got the flu. You won't necessarily get the flu if you don't get the flu shot. And you won't necessarily not get the flu if you do get the flu shot. There is no research that says that it is preventative. So decide for yourself. Know where true health comes from. Health, by definition, is not how you feel. It's not even a lack of sickness or disease. What it is, is 100% optimal function. And if you base your health on how you look and how you feel, you're setting yourself up for catastrophe. If we look at just heart disease, if we look at just cancer, top two killers in the United States right now, those two diseases take roughly two-thirds of lives in the United States. If you're American, you will probably die of heart disease or cancer. And if you base your health on how you look or how you feel, it's going to be too late. By the time you have your first symptom, it will be 20 years of having that disease. And so even if you rely on the medical system to find it, it still takes cancer growing eight years inside your body before it's even detectable by our best tests, two years before it's lethal. And so we have to start acknowledging that health is 100% optimal function. 100%. 0% is death. 100% is full life, full health. Symptoms don't show up until 60% function. 
And if all we do is manage symptoms, we're going to be on the fast track towards more sickness and disease over time. And so I encourage you, what's the number one system in the body that controls function? It's your nervous system. For your heart to beat, for your lungs to breathe, for a cut on your leg to heal, a signal has to go from the intelligence that each of us has inside the brain, down the spinal cord, out the nerves, to every organ, cell, and tissue. Every organ, cell, and tissue. And we know that because if we take a pair of scissors and we snip the brain stem, it shuts down every organ, cell, and tissue below. So if you've never had that nerve system evaluated, you need to get it checked. And that is normally $130 in my office at a serious discount. It's about 90% discount off of going into the medical doctor and having them look at it thoroughly. So what I'm gonna do for the first four callers today is a 50% discount off of exams, off of x-rays, so that you can see how that's healing and functioning. I'm Dr. Jake Tucker. For me and my staff, have an amazing week. And remember, you are blessed and there is always hope.